The Football Trash Talk for Real Fans podcast is a free-flowing conversation that may touch on mature subjects. While the opinions are real, the research probably isn't, and somehow Atticus will find a way to talk about the Knicks. And here we go. He trumped dudes. It wasn't just in a preseason game. He did it pretty consistently. <laughs> he left dudes saying, what happened? You better put some respect on his name when we're talking about the champion, the Davion Clown. And I'm just going on eye test here, right? Like, I like the look of this coaching staff, you know? All right, enough of this. Let's see what kind of shit we get into today. <laughs> Are you high? Boy, it's all yours. What's up, Chris? What's going on, man? It's been uh, behind you. Is that your is that your cry towel? You got a cry oh, towel? But uh, Liesel got me a scarf for the game next weekend because apparently it gets cold in Green Bay. But yeah, she bought me a brown scarf. Uh, so if I could sum up the last I don't know five days of the NFL, I would just say chaos, just pure, unbridled chaos. I'm not a happy camper. Not, not a happy camper. I'm not going to lie. Like, because of everything that happened with the Browns, I kind of lost track of, like, like I know there are, like, five or six other teams that got hit really hard. How are the Eagles doing? In- <laughs> Eagles are fine. It's Washington that's not fine. I don't like the fact that they postpone the games. So you're, on the, you're on the other side of it. Okay. Not when you said that you would either field a team or it's a forfeit. Can't go changing the rules like the week of. And now the Eagles, who are vying for a playoff spot, <clears throat> have to play two games in fucking seven days. Less than seven days. They play Tuesday and then they play Sunday. Well, the I mean the Browns are in the same boat. They'll play Monday and then they'll play Saturday. Yeah, but you guys were all fucking sick, so your fault. Um one thing I wish I knew that the, like, kind of like the big mystery behind all this and maybe it's just Baker being Baker, but, but I don't know if you, you read about Baker posting a bunch of the, about this stuff on Twitter or whatnot, but it sounds like the NFL kind of went out of what they were normally doing. I don't know. Like, I don't know how the NFL, like, I don't know what the testing was beforehand. So I don't know if it's like, okay, guys, like the game is Sunday, it's Wednesday. We all get tested. I don't know if the like if it was like drug testing where it's like, hey, you guys are vaccinated, so we're not gonna tip like it's surprise testing, you know, like we're just gonna show up one day. But the way Baker was talking, it made it sound like there was a way they had been doing it, and then they changed it. Cause it's it can't be a coincidence that because it wasn't like, yeah, the Browns probably got hit the hardest, but there were like five or six teams that got hit real hard all of a sudden. And I refuse to believe that like those six teams. We're doing, you know, are have like thirty plus players with COVID, and all the the rest of the NFL's got like none. Like something just doesn't add up there. But why? Why are the Eagles fine, and why are other teams that are that are playing in the same week? Why are they not okay? Right? Like so. So I'm gonna say yeah, something probably happened. <clears throat> but the reality is, like. I don't know. I think every team should be responsible, right? Like every team. Well, I mean, I guess 
And I'm not saying the Eagles have done anything right or wrong. I'm just saying, did the Eagles get tested? Do we even know? Like, that's the thing. Like, because the, the way, the way it sounded, the way it was like coming out, it sounded like the NFL just randomly switched it up this week. Like they let them do something they hadn't been doing prior. And then suddenly they showed up and just started testing people. Like, I don't know. I, it sounds like a couple of teams are ambushed is the way now, granted, it's coming from a guy on a team that's having a lot of COVID issues all of a sudden, but you don't, I guess I look at it this way. You don't go from being fine last week. The Browns last week had two people on the COVID list. Now they have 25, like something happened. They, they won a game. They beat the Ravens and they sucked each other's dicks off in the locker room, man. It's that simple. And that's fine. That's what teams are wanting to do, but <laughs> they can't be the <laughs> and that's fine that might be the best sound bite we have yet right there they sucked each other's dicks off and that's fine <laughs> what are you I have a cold I'm sorry so like if I laugh too much I like that's hilarious so, well, I mean, you know, whatever it takes to bring a championship to Cleveland at this point, if that's what gets it done, hey. if that's what gets Miles or Miles Garrett his 99 rating in Madden, making him the first Brown to ever get a 99 rating, by God, do what you got to do after do the game. I don't care. I'm not here to judge. I am just here to see Cleveland win a Super Bowl. Do it up. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk some football, man. Because I got, I have a hard stop at 9:45. I have a 10 o'clock. I got to be somewhere at 10 o'clock. Okay. <clears throat> so let's start with Thursday night, man, because we, uh, we, we put the voodoo hex on the Kansas City Chiefs about six weeks ago and said that they wouldn't make the playoffs, and I don't think they've lost since. <laughs> you know, so that's just proof that we might only have 10 listeners, but I think Patrick Mahomes or Andy Reid or someone listened to our podcast and said, oh, well, if Lloyd and Chris are uh, writing us off already, we got to start. We got to start doing some games. No props to them. Uh, they rebounded. I still have questions about their defense, but their offense has at least found enough swagger to get them through. Um, I think what's been interesting for them is they're winning games and not like they're not winning the games as the Kansas City we're used to seeing win games. Like they're winning close games in the. You know, they, they've won a couple that didn't need, that neither team broke 20 points. They've won. <laughs> Sorry. They've won a couple where um, they, they've won a couple where, you know, they're in the low 20s. We, it's, it's not like the Chiefs of a couple years ago where the scores are like 38 to 44. Like, that's just not happening. Um, you know, so props to them. Uh, they've definitely turned it around. Uh, that game on Thursday night was highly, highly, highly entertaining. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's one of those games. It's a lot easier to enjoy when you don't really have a dog in the fight. You're just watching good football. Um, but yeah, props to them. They, they, I don't know exactly what the turn, what, what sparked the turnaround. So our podcast might've been is as good a reason as any. So hey, if, if I'll take, I'll take full credit, you know, and I'm sure you would as well. And, and kudos to our boy. What was it? You got to help me out here. Who's the fantasy guy we interviewed? Andy. Andy. Kudos to him for suggesting Travis Kelsey as a first rounder because that got me 41 points. 
Yeah, in our our league, he got me uh, 38, I think. Are you in the playoffs? Yep. I was was the last season. So it worked (laughs) out for you. (laughs) Worked out, you know, so first round of playoffs, Kelsey, that pick is proving to to pay off uh, because might very well be a deciding factor. I don't know what to do this weekend, man. Like, I have... I have Heineke. I think he's still out, even though they postponed till Tuesday. I picked up Mullins because I figured, why not? <laughs> like, there was no other quarterbacks available. Cam was available, and I just don't trust Cam. You know, Trevor Lawrence was available. And I don't, like, I got this weird thing in my brain going, now that they have fired Urban Meyer, and did we say he would make it through the season? I don't know if we did or not. But I don't think we said he'd make it into season two. I, I'd have to go back and listen, but we were not big on Urban Meyer. I don't think either of us were sold on that hire. Um, we also didn't know he was going to kick kick a player in the locker room. So, yeah. Yeah. But we, uh, we were unimpressed with just about everything else he did. And then yeah. that's just cherry on top of the, the, the proverbial pie at this point. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, maybe they just throw the ball on Sunday. Who knows, right? Like, I almost want to pick him up, but I, I don't know. So it's Mullins or Lawrence. But is Mullins going to play? Is Are they going to have Case Keenum back? Are they going to have Are they going to have Baker back? I don't know yet. But I got to make a decision soon. Well, here's here's the thing I will say. If if Mullins does play, you're I mean, half our receiving core is out too. And like, I'll be honest, the Browns don't have the greatest receiving core to begin with. So, I mean, if you like watching your quarterback hand it off to Chubb and maybe get lucky on a couple screen passes. Um, by the way, how bleak did he get for the Browns last week? Tim Couch uh, started trending on Twitter. That's how bleak it was for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, did you notice the the Colts ended the, the Patriots' uh, seven-game losing streak? And not only did they end it, they did it doing what they do, right? And Bill Belichick's claim to fame has been like that he takes away your, your number one weapon. He did not take away Jonathan Taylor. 29 rushes, 170 yards, just pounding the ball. Pounding. What was, I don't even know what, what, uh, I know at one point, Carson was like four for 10 for like 50 yards. Five for 12 for 57 yards. A TD and an interception. The defense, like I watched some of that game. I shut it off when it was like 20 to nothing. The defense was insane. Just all over the place. Special teams, defense, Jonathan Taylor. Watch out. I'm telling Indianapolis gets into the playoffs. Not good for the Eagles. Right. But he, they get into the playoffs, man. They're a wild card. And, you know, pun intended. So that, that brings up an interesting thing. So I think we're going to get a, a lot of questions answered over the next. So apparently over the next nine days, we have seven days of football. Uh, I think every day, but when, like this coming Wednesday and like, Friday, maybe there's an at least one NFL game. Uh, so I think we're going to get a lot of questions answered over the last thing. So, but as we sit here today in your mind, 
who are the scariest teams headed into the playoffs from either conference, either, either one you want to talk about? Uh, I think Kansas City's scary. I, th- I think they're scary. Um, for the East, I mean, for the NFC, I don't think there's anybody scary. I think whoever gets home field advantage. And we can do something really fun right now, right, if you want. So ESPN has a has a playoff machine where you pick the winners. You can pick the winners for the rest of the season, and it tells you who gets in the playoffs. So let's do that. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. So we're going to run through all the games and just pick winners, and then I'll just just yeah. pick winners. So this week, what we have left, we got Carolina at Buffalo, 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 Jets at Miami. Miami. Cards at, at Lions. Cards. Yeah. Houston at Jacksonville. Let's say Jacksonville just for fun. The Eddie Irvin Meyer game. Just for fun. Dallas at New York. Real quick, is uh, is uh I'm sorry, the are, is Jacksonville the only team that's officially been eliminated from the playoffs at this point? Uh Detroit. Oh yeah, Detroit. I know. I know. Actually, like last week, there was something where like forty different things would have to go right, but the Lions still had like technically a shot of making the playoffs. But um, okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. What what game did you just Dallas say? at Giants? What do you think the chances of a, a Giant Pride game are? None. <clears throat> None. Yeah, that that free medium soda for Fan Appreciation Day kind of killed. Anything the Giants going to put together, we'll take down. The Giants are terrible. Yeah. So I'm going Dallas. The Giants play like Jalen Hurts had his worst game as an NFL professional quarterback against the Giants, and they still only lost by a few points. You know, like they're terrible. Uh, and they're talking about trading Saquon, maybe. Anyway, move on. Tennessee versus. The Steelers at Pittsburgh. I hate to say it, but Steelers probably. Okay, let's go with it. Bengals at Denver. Bengals. Okay. Sam uh, Falcons at San Fran. Wait, wait. Uh, we'll say San Francisco. They've been playing good. They're scared. Yeah. They've been playing good ball. They've been putting it together lately, yeah. Green Bay at Baltimore. Um, I think the Packers win. This game got postponed too. Little right? side note. Little side note. Um, don't know if you saw my post on Facebook, but Liesel uh, drove down to Tampa yesterday. He came in third in an Olympic weightlifting competition, and uh, qualified qualified to go to Masters Nationals in Salt Lake City. All right. In other words, she could completely beat my ass. So my pick is officially the Packers, uh, no matter who they're playing. Like, they're playing the Browns next week. I'm picking the Packers. I don't care because she'll beat me otherwise. Hey, so, for, for our three listeners out there, smart man right here, right? <laughs> Very smart man. Take notes. So Packers is the Packers. answer. Uh, Have they had Lamar's injury? Is Lamar still hurt? He got I, don't I don't know. I don't think it matters. Uh, 
the, the Ravens have been real Jekyll and Hyde lately. They either look untouchable or you're just like, what happened to the Ravens team I saw last week? And so is Tennessee, just to yeah. put that out there. Uh, and so are the Bills. Saints at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Saints just have too many questions right now. Not only do they have too many questions, Tom has to beat the Saints at some point in time. Yeah. It has to happen. Raiders at Browns. So here's the thing. This is the hardest game to call, in my opinion, because while our offense is, is losing some of his people, we do have Chubb. We do have Dearness Johnson. Um, I Not to completely knock Baker Mayfield, but I don't think going from Baker to Mayfield game plan wise to Nick Mullins is that big of a change. I really don't. Um, and Derek Carr is prone to turn the ball over and our defense has been playing pretty well. Right. That being said, the Raiders don't have all the, the people missing. I think Waller might be out. Um, I'll just do the Homer thing. I'm going to say Browns, but it's going to be really tight and I'm not going to like, it's a coin flip game. If I'm being completely honest, I'm going to pick the Browns for this reason only. Even though all your receivers or most of them may not play, the ones that are playing have played with Nick Mullins. Yeah. So they pro- it's it's worked out before where a third stringer comes in and you got all these nobody receivers and they have a massive game. So I'm going Browns. It's going to be one of those things where there's just not enough tape for them to review and it's just that surprise you know uh like uh who's the guy in the jets that came in and just went nuts because no one had ever seen him in a while or whatever uh white or whatever it's got that like that that type of thing is possible so browns and a coin flip but browns uh vikings at chicago vikings okay washington at philly I'll take Philly because Washington's another team that's going through the COVID stuff. Uh, they'll be down to their third string quarterback potentially. Um, Philly's pissed too. And yeah, we'll Philly's take Philly. pissed that the game got moved to Tuesday. Uh, so I'm going Philly. Seahawks at the Rams. <clears throat> so Rams are another team getting uh, hit hard. However, I know. <laughs> Excuse me. I think Stafford's okay. And I know like a bunch of the receivers just got cleared to play. So I'll say Rams. I'll go with that. So let's go to week 16. Let's run through these as quick as we can. San Fran and Tennessee. The thing is, do I put Tennessee on a losing streak at this point? Because we just had them lose to the, the Steelers. San Fran, I just, yeah. I, I got Tennessee with it. Really? Okay. I just, I just. We'll go with Tennessee then, that's fine. The Browns at Green Bay. Green Bay. Colts at Cardinals. Colts, Colts in the upset. Okay. I still don't think the Cardinals have a huge home field advantage. and No, they don't. Jonathan, it's just Jonathan Taylor's year this year. The, 
Jonathan Taylor, uh, in my opinion, as of today, uh, is probably the most dangerous dangerous offensive weapon in the NFL, like right now. And he's so high. we have we have two players right now that are having historical NFL seasons, and these last four or five games are pivotal to where that lands. One of them's Jonathan Taylor, the other one is Cooper Cup. Like I'm I'm really excited to see where where both of them land for, at the end of the season. Like we're talking all time records. Anyway, I think I'm going to say, I'm just going to say right now, Jonathan Taylor, I think head to head is just better because Cooper Cup's part of like Cooper Cup gets his numbers by being part of a greater offensive thing. If you're running the ball, it's Jonathan Taylor in the line. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's more on Jonathan Taylor. He's one dude. You see him coming. Cooper Cup, if he's covered, right? Like it just goes somewhere else. Yeah. (coughs) Detroit at Atlanta. Atlanta. Tampa Bay at Carolina. Tampa Bay. Ravens at Bengals. You know, a couple weeks ago, um, I made a pick that the Bengals are my dark horse to win the Super Bowl, so we're going Bengals. Okay. Chargers at Houston. Chargers. Chargers. Rams at Minnesota. Rams. Buffalo at New England. Who do you got? I got Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo got embarrassed last time they played. Yeah, so, they probably – and by that point, without really knowing they, – they, they have to win these games. So, yeah, for their own psyche, we'll say Buffalo. Jags at the Jets. You know what? Jags are on a two-game win streak. Okay. Giants at Philly. Philly. Chicago at Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Steelers at the Chiefs. Chiefs. Broncos at Raiders. That's another toss-up game. I'll say Raiders just because of the home team. Washington at Dallas. Washington. Washington. Full strength Washington. Yep. Yeah. If for no reason, I want to see the Eagles win the East. I want to see them slide in and win the East. <laughs> uh, Dolphins at Saints. Saints. Saints, yeah. All right, week 17. Falcons at Bills. Bills. Bills, yep. New York at Chicago. Which Chicago? New York? Which New York? Giants. Uh you know what? Atticus goes out on a win. That game's ultimately meaningless. So. There's still one more. There's still one another week after this. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, Chicago. Kansas City at the Bengals. You know what? I'm going to say the Bengals just because uh, one of the NFC North team. Oh, and I guess the Ra- they already lost to the Ravens. Um, shoot. 
You know, we'll say I'll say the Chiefs. I'm going to change it just because I feel like Burrow will throw some sort of late backbreaking interception in that game. Raiders at Colts. 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 Jags at New England. New England. New England, yeah. Panthers Sorry. at the Saints. <clears throat> With the Saints. Huh? With the Saints? Pa- Panthers. Oh, Saints. Tampa Bay at the Jets. <laughs> Tampa Bay. <laughs> Dolphins at Tennessee. 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 Eagles at Washington. Eagles. Broncos at Chargers. Chargers. Texans at San Fran. San Fran. Yep. Uh, Cardinals at Dallas. Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. They play better on the road. LA at the Rams at the Ravens. I'll say the Ravens just because I think I have them like they're not they they're not gonna like lose out. So they're gonna have to jump up and beat one of these teams. So I'll say they beat the, the Raiders just because the or the Rams because the Rams are coming across the country. So Detroit at Seattle. Seattle. Minnesota at Green Bay. Hey, Green Bay is going to have revenge on their mind because Minnesota beat them earlier this year. Browns at Steelers. Uh, I'm going to say Browns. Um, Steelers only beat us by five the first time, and their offense still doesn't worry me. I mean, I we'll just see. I mean, that's going to be the ultimate was it OBJ litmus test. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Browns do it, though. Final week. Saints at Falcons. Um, Saints, I guess. Steelers at Ravens. Ravens. Jets at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo. Bengals at Browns. I want to say the Browns, but because we beat them 41 to 14 or whatever it was last time, it's going to be like one of those, why can't we do that again? And we're going to lose like 28 to 24 or something like that. Okay. Green Bay at Detroit. Green Bay. (laughs) Tennessee at Houston. Do I have the Packers like winning their last like five games? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Tech, uh, Tennessee will be Houston. Colts, Jags. Colts. Colts. Patriots at Dolphins. Bears at Minnesota. Minnesota. Washington at the Giants. Washington. Really? Yeah. Uh, Dallas at Philly. Philly. Uh, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Seattle at the Cardinals. Cardinals. Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs. San Fran at LA. Rams. 
Uh, Rams. Okay. Chargers at the Raiders. Chargers. Okay, here we go. Your AFC first round bye is the Kansas City Chiefs, finishing the season at 13 and 4. Your NFC first round bye is the Green Bay Packers, finishing at 14 and 3. And then the rest of the first wild card game, the, the 7 2 game, is the Chargers versus the Titans. And then the Saints versus Tampa Bay. Ooh, that's that's a that's a good one. Uh in the then you got the six three game is New England at Buffalo and Ooh. the Philadelphia Eagles at the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. Wait, did we have Dallas not making it? No. That then for the 5-4 game, you got Indianapolis versus the Bengals. And then you have the Los Angeles Rams versus the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys and the Eagles both finished 10 and 7, but Dallas holds the tiebreaker. I think that's very doable. I think that's doable. I think that I think we created some uh, compelling matchups. Definitely some huge storylines in that first, that first, you know, the wild card weekend there. New England Buffalo, New England the, Buffalo, Bay versus Saints. Uh, there was another one you said that jumped out to me, and I can't remember what it Colts was. Colts Bengals, Colts Bengals would be a good one. <laughs> Philly Arizona, Philly could pull an upset there. It's yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say there, there's definitely some upset potential. Um, that's that's a lot of good football games we uh, we made. So I have the Browns missing the playoffs. Then yes, what did they end up at? What did I have them at? You got the Browns at seven and six, nine and eight, not in the basement. Pittsburgh winds up in the basement at seven and nine and one. The number one pick goes to the Detroit Lions. And the great thing is that sets up my Bengals-Packers Super Bowl where Bengals upset 35-28. Sticking to it. All right. Where is the Super Bowl this year? L.A. Okay. I think. So there you go, Bengals. I probably picked on no t- no team more in the a- uh, AFC North, but I'm predicting you to win the Super Bowl. I predicted it what four weeks ago now, and I'm sticking to it. So there you go, consistency. Two of the three Philadelphia Eagle picks are now shitty. <laughs> Because the Colts and the Eagles are both making the playoffs, so those, you know, they'll, they'll be picking like nineteen and twenty-one or something like that. Uh, but Miami at seven and ten, still maybe maybe a top ten pick. Well, the nice thing is, you know, honestly, you're still going to be able to, like if 
if they wanted to, they could package a couple of those picks and, and move up, you know, like 19 and 21, you could, you could move up into like, or the early teens for those picks. I mean, they could do a couple different things. I, it, I, I think if they stand pat, which I prefer they do, offensive line, defensive line, cornerback. Not necessarily in that order. You get an O-line and a D-line or an O-line and a linebacker uh, in, in, in uh, you know, the later picks, and your top pick is the best available cornerback. Depending yeah. on what, depending on depending on where uh, the Dolphins pick falls, though, because like unless there's just like a complete shutdown corner, like what, like I don't even like you know prime like Deion Sanders type corner, which I don't think there is. You don't take it. You don't take a corner with your top ten, so you're probably looking at like the nineteenth pick for your cornerback. I think in that in that scenario, your first pick would probably be offensive line because they're going to go. Unless there's like a defensive stud like Mika Parsons or something that just happens to fall right outside the top ten, yeah. But yeah, corner cornerback you can get you can get a decent quarterback with the 19 or 21st pick. They uh, as long as they don't pick a wide receiver in the first three rounds, I'm good. See, the Browns on the other hand need a wide receiver. Like I can't think of a position they need to draft more than wide receiver. So yeah. maybe maybe some offensive line depth. That's the yes. only other thing I can think. Was there a game this week that we want to wrap up with? Mm. I mean, the, the game that sticks out to me the most, just because it's the biggest coin flip. Honestly, is either going to be Raiders, Browns, or Washington uh, Eagles? Those are the two biggest coin flips in my book. Uh, I'll say the Eagles. Well, the Eagles are less of a coin flip because, yeah, you know, like I said, Washington's out to the third string, um, and it's divisional. I just think that the, the Browns Raiders game is big because the Browns, like like I've said, like the Browns can the Browns can afford a loss to, to Green Bay and still be fine. They need to beat the Raiders, who I think full strength for full strength were a better team than, but we're not full strength. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't see, I'm not like Bucks Saints is interesting just because, uh, you know, Brady versus the Saints, that, that the Saints seem to get the better of the Bucks for whatever reason. I mean, the game of the week was Chargers Chiefs, and it already happened. Yeah. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna end on this. If week 17, Philly at Washington, we you picked Philly, right? If yeah. Washington wins that game and Philly wins the other games that we picked, like if Philly only loses one game, and this is the game they lose. So they beat the Giants, they beat the Skins, they lose to the Skins, and they, they beat, beat the Cowboys. Cowboys. Your four seed is still Dallas. Your sixth seed is Washington. Your seventh seed is Philly. Three teams still have a possibility of making the playoffs. That's based on all the other picks we made. Yeah. And that would be something if, if three NFC East teams make the playoffs. It'd be fucking crazy. 
So the one thing I want to end on is, is this, since we're already kind of turning our attention to the playoffs, I know you only got a couple minutes left, but uh, what do you think of, what do you think of the 17 games now that we're kind of getting to the season, end of the season? I'm not mad about it. I would rather they play 18 because I don't like odd numbers, right? Um, I know that, you know, I think that they should go to two preseason games and 18 game season. Right. That's what I think they should do. Uh, I think they should strengthen their conditioning a little bit more in, in preseason and in camp. Uh, focus a lot on, on conditioning a little bit more um, and not rest fucking players, man. Right. Like if they're if they get rid of one more. Did they get rid of any preseason games? No. Yeah. No, they, they only have three now. OK, so if they get rid of one more. They're still playing the same amount of games. What it's done for this year, though, is like we're in week 15 and it's fucking intriguing, man. There are multiple teams still vying for playoff position. And it, that's kind of exciting, right? I just don't like the odd number of games. See, part of me says go to the 18 game schedule because then you can add a double bye week. I also would like to see the Thursday night game go away just because. Thursday night games, they're hardly ever good matchups. Uh, you know, last week was an exception. The for like, but yeah. <coughs> um, Thanksgiving, keep Thanksgiving, keep the opening game on Thursday night. But the rest of it, there's not many great matchups like last Thursday being an exception. Um, and the, the, the one thing I will say is I feel like because the schedule is so long, it's led to like a lot of weeks of just like kind of eh games and I guess you kind of get that to an extent every year but I feel like this year there's been like a couple weeks where we've been looking up and down the schedule going nothing really I mean we'll watch it because we're football junkies but there's nothing like oh man I can't wait to see that game you know like there have been a there have been a few weeks and I, I don't know if that's just this year it just happened to be the way it played out this year or if it's got a, something to do with the extra game yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm kind of more in the thing where I, if we go to 18 games, which I agree, I don't like the odd number thing. Nine and eight's weird. Is that a good season? Is that not a good season? It's a winning record, but are you happy with it? I don't know. Um, but so I like the idea of 18 games if they include a double buy and drop Thursday games. They won't, but they'll never drop Thursday games, right? Yeah, they just, they just and, sold. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that historically, Thursdays have been bad. I think this year has been different, right? Like, I think there's been a, a good handful of Thursday night games that have actually been decent. But I like the idea of a double buy. I also think there's a way to set up the schedule, whether you have 17 or 18 games. The Thursday night games should be aligned with bye weeks, period. Right? Yeah. Like, you shouldn't have to turn around and play four days later. You know? And I think that there is a way... That they, I, I did it before a few years ago. There's a way that they could set it up that it's not, you know, if you have a buy, you 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 play Thursday and then you have a buy, right? We want the buy the buy before, so you yeah. have the buy before, yeah. yeah. So, and then the Thursday night game, and then you don't play a game till a week, yeah, from that Sunday. Yeah, essentially, you you play. You, and that, I think that would improve it a lot because essentially you'd play one game in about 
14 days. You'd play one game because you'd have that Thursday. So, yeah. And gives them a little bit more rest. It's not that quick turnaround. So, because I get, I get just the way football is, you're never going to be able to like legislate injuries out. But yeah, the quick turnaround. And there have been some games that are good, but going like the Bengals Jaguars game was good. Like it was objectively a good game, but before that, you're not excited about Bengals Jaguars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I hear you. Enjoy your Sunday, brother. What'd you say? Enjoy your Sunday. Yeah, hopefully I'll get over this cold. I can uh, not like hack up a lung during the next podcast. All right, man. Take it easy, bro. Later. Do you ever disagree with what's said on this podcast? Well, come join us on the Facebook page that started it all. Football Trash Talk for Real Fans. You can let Loy know how much the Eagles suck. Tell Atticus how delusional he is about all New York sports. Remind Chris that the Browns are one of four teams to never reach the Super Bowl. Or even talk about the hottest slot receiver of all time, Randall Cobb. Whatever you do, just don't be a fan of the NFC East. We have enough of that crap already. Come check us out. There's always more room at the barbecue. Anyway, this has been the Football Trash Talk for Real Fans podcast. It's been a pleasure, and as always, F your team. Stay safe out there.